Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. A quick update to this podcast. I renamed it to The Morning Impact with Brad Poirier. So in episodes 16 and 17, you're hearing it referenced as The Beer City Show, its prior name. I recorded this quick intro just to preface that. If you end up listening to episode 18, I discuss the purpose behind changing that name. It's not really a big news piece to most people, but if you tune into episode 18 and listen why I changed the name, it makes a lot of sense. I hope this brings great value to your day and that this will help you in your journey in building your business. The Morning Impact is a weekly podcast which is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 10 a.m. and you are now listening to the audio portion of this interview. If this is your first time listening, please subscribe to this podcast as it is quickly evolving. I'll be producing additional content every week that includes speaking assignments and presentations I give and also some unique podcast-only business topics that you won't find on Instagram, YouTube, or anywhere else. Thank you again for listening in. Get yourself a nice cup of joe or whatever you fancy and have a great day. Also, really quick, sorry about the audio that you're about to hear in the episode 16 and 17. I was having a problem with my wireless mics the last couple of episodes. Uh, I promise it'll get better in the future episodes, but thanks for bearing with me. Right here. Can you just switch to my cam real quick? Brad's camera number three. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm up in the middle here. All right, I think that's uh, that's pretty good. All right, hey, all right, we are live. I'm gonna go like this just so I can actually see the television set. We got a new monitor up in here. Is there any glare in my glasses, by the way? I can't tell. I'm a little bit. Not, not bad though. Not bad. Okay. okay. All right. So this is episode 16 with Jaden Bryant from the YouTube channel, How To Apple. So uh, Jaden actually, is it, uh, is it Havelock that you live in? Is that what it is? Yeah. So uh, Jaden actually lives uh, kind of nearby in New Bern. And it just so happens that uh, back in February, um, I met him on Instagram some time ago in February. And we were talking and it was kind of funny because I was starting this podcast back in February, but I wasn't going live with it at the time. And I was doing pre-recorded segments, uh, kind of like what I did with you, Dave. And, um, and I said, hey, you know, I, I found him, and then he had his YouTube channel. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. We're kind of like in a similar space. Let's get on. And then it just kind of went, I don't know, just time passed by. And then we started going live, and I came across one of your videos on how to, um, to put ringtones on your phone. I'm like, oh, my, oh, I totally forgot about this kid. <laughs> and uh, so we got back in touch, and then we got you scheduled on, and you were, like, super excited about uh, coming on. So um, I don't know if you want to, um, you know, switch to the right, right, right. there. Sorry. There you go. Um, that's kind of funny. Let <laughs> me just change it because it's going to aggravate the heck out of me. Change what? Um, on <laughs> if you maybe caught that real quick, it's just a small observation. I put our handles on the screen. Oh, okay. Actually, I could have just changed the handles over really quick. But anyways, um, it just it was reversed and it just looked a little. If you haven't gathered yet, he's a perfectionist. Everything I'm a perfectionist. I'm yeah, just, you are. I just think it looked a little looked a little weird. You know, that's like a noticeable thing. You know. Um, but yeah, so if you want to follow uh, Jaden, he's how to, at How to Apple on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, 
Uh, are you on Twitter as well? Yes. Or yeah, okay. Um, it's kind of like Twitter's like a redheaded stepchild of yeah. social media. Yeah, do you do LinkedIn Twitter? used to be like that, but I feel like Twitter's that now. Do you do Twitter? Yes, and I'm trying to get a little more into Twitter because a lot of the tech YouTubers in the tech space are on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of like different from most tech YouTubers because I'm doing a lot on Instagram rather than yeah. Twitter. But, yeah. So, uh, so Jaden, so tell us a little bit about, uh, well, first of all, tell us about Jaden, not even your Apple channel. So, because uh, we're going to get into, uh, we're going to get into Apple, you know, quite a bit here. Because I know Dave, Dave's like a huge fan. If everyone doesn't know, by the way, Dave oh, yeah. from Cruise News is a huge <laughs> Apple fan. So, um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you actually couldn't be less interested in Apple. Uh, so, yeah, so just tell us a little bit about Jaden. Uh, well, I was born and raised in North Carolina, so uh, I'm definitely local to here. Uh, my family's all in New Bern. Mom's in Havelock. Um, I work in the computer industry or whatever. I'm a network engineer, so do a lot of Cisco brocade routing and switching, uh, stuff like that. So, What does that actually mean? Like, What do you actually do on a daily? Like, I, I people constantly do like, I, I, I work in networking. It's like, are, are you... Opening up sockets like in CTU or something. Like, what do you do? Let's say you have a computer room or something or building, and you have those network jacks. Yeah. To connect them to the network, you, nobody can just plug in. Like I control the network itself. Okay. Uh, so all the wireless, all the the wired connections. So I might plug into that thing in the wall there, but it's not it's really not, active. Exactly. Got so it. I have a contact meter. Is, is, is that for security reasons? Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, like, we've got a network here. It's wired and wireless, right? But we don't have a network engineer, and it just pretty much works all the time. Every now and then, we got to reset the router. But other than that, I mean... It's probably designed to be open here, though, all the time, though. Yes, right. which means I can get my computer and go into Wireshark and sniff all your data. And ah, I mean, is that a legitimate thing? Yes. Yeah. Well, you can go to Bojangles and do that. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever talked to Charles Tendo? Uh-uh. You, 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 uh, when you leave here, if you're uh, if you're free, you should stop uh, across the street in the Omarks building, uh, literally right across the street. There is the the Tendel studio, but he's an ethical hacker, so he actually oh. he actually teaches uh, corporations uh, basically their vulnerabilities. Exactly. Um, but you know, basically ways that people have hacked into into mm -hmm. these things there, which sure. I've been in the tech space, but I've never done any hacking stuff. So it's like mm -hmm. the hacking world is like very mysterious and interesting to me like how these things actually happen yeah you know like, i love to actually sit in front of watch someone actually hacking into something like you hacking into this network here. Have, you, have you been to the black cat thing uh mm -mm. It's, that's the whole big you know thing of, yeah. of hackers get together and they challenge yeah, to about it. crack something now now when you were at ibm how how big was like networking because he used to work at ibm how, how big was like networking between the computers there back in the day well um let me just say i got there before personal computers were alive okay <laughs> so we had what we call green screens okay uh, crts okay. and i joined ibm because ibm was one of the only companies that actually put a terminal in your actual office space unisys all the other deck they, they, they didn't do they all had room terminal rooms that you had to go to right but IBM put one in your office, and then eventually we got into PCs and uh, emulation, terminal emulation, and everything. And so, but it was big. Interesting. It was big. Yeah. Um, so, how often are people like, "Hey, I need to plug into"? Like, how often are people plugging in and plugging out stuff? Uh, the government. You know, everything is different when you work with the government. But yeah, people are moving all the time. Uh, okay. So there's a lot of. It's it's all the time. So it keeps <laughs> keeps you busy then. Mm-hmm. 
What, what, what does it mean on a show? Like, you, did you ever watch CTU? Mm-mm. No. Like, they, they, they're, they're network people would constantly be like, I need you to open a socket. Like, what does that even mean? Is that, is that a, a popular term? Yeah. Uh, open, open up a port. Mm-hmm. Which is probably like opening up, like, say, I need to open up that line there or something. Then. Yeah, because most stuff is shut down. So that way, even if you plug in, you're not going to connect to the network. I so see. So you have to open it up. I see. So question for you. Does everyone there use, like, a, a you know, security key, a dongle or something like that for authentication or no? Mm-hmm. That, that's called, uh, we have 802.1x, mm-hmm. which is a, it uses an ACAS server to authenticate. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it'll connect, and as long as port security is on that port, which it is, uh-huh. it'll authenticate so, uh-huh. with a certificate on the computer. Okay. So you're kind of like, almost like destined to like start this like tech YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, yeah, you're kind of like, it was almost like you're in this like government box and you're just like mundaneness and just. Yeah, we, we, believe it or not, when you get higher up in level, like secret clearance, or not, well, I have a secret clearance, but like top secret stuff and zipper and all that kind of mess, it gets a lot more boring because you got to sit in the skiff, <laughs> can't take no electronics, you got to literally sit there and just... You sit, okay. you get, sit in a skiff? Mm-hmm. That's the things that all the congressmen go to in uh, yeah. when they have to review a document and they have to leave their phones outside and all yeah. that. Yeah, I had a top security. secret security clearance for for a period okay. of time. Yeah. What was that? Uh, what was that toy back in the day that um, ended up getting banned from the uh, CIA because it was starting to record? It was almost like, it was like a little desk, uh, like a furball thing. Was like, <laughs> you, you, do you remember that? Like it was like a big deal back in like the I think like the late nineties. Furby. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> it might have been, but it was this thing that like would automatically record your voice and so start becoming a security threat in the CIA because people would be bringing it in and you know there, there's no like input output devices allowed um and, and it started and it started recording people I guess yeah I'll have to look that up after as you guys may know uh the whole Huawei issue oh, yeah. uh, that's that's one of the reasons why a few maybe last year or something maybe even before that the government got banned on ordering tech from certain from Huawei and certain right. Chinese wow. companies because our servers and stuff had little chips that was sending back information. Now, what's the government using for phones nowadays? And the reason I asked it is that back in the day, uh, before uh, you know, I got into all this web design and marketing stuff, I was working at Best Buy for 12 years, and Blackberries were super yeah. huge because Blackberry was one of the few. And of course, this is before iPhones, like I was there when the iPhone was released, originally just AT&T. Yeah. Um, but before that, you know, BlackBerry made, they basically made a government specific phone that had no camera on it. Um, so that was like a big thing. So now that BlackBerry doesn't really <laughs> exist, I mean, I don't think they even make, no, I don't they're, think they're, they're in existence at all. They're they're gone, they're right? yeah. yeah, we're using iPhones now. Okay. Now, yeah. and they have a camera on the back though. Yeah. I mean, they have, of course they have like security profiles and stuff where you can't even use and can't access it. Okay, I got it. So like, so if I have a government issued iPhone, it's it's sort of like there are things that are locked down where mm-hmm. I can't, there, maybe the camera app isn't even there or something is what yeah. you're saying. Mm-hmm. I got it. So physically it's there, just there's no app to use and I can't even download a camera app is kind of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah it's, it's very locked down. Got it. Of course it can't be hacked, I'm sure, so. I'm sure. But. So, um, so talk a little bit about the how-to Apple channel. Like, when when did this birth? Or like, even, like the idea of it. When did the idea birth? <laughs> well, um, I wanted to create... Okay, so I was looking into getting into more passive income and uh, just doing something outside of just my normal job. 
So I started looking at things, and I'm like, well, I got talent in video editing and computer stuff and everything. Well, actually, I started off <laughs> making a Pokemon card channel <laughs> and doing Pokemon cards because I was big into playing that when I was younger. And I still Did you ever get a Pokemon Go? For a little while, while it was down here in New Bern, uh, I was playing that for a while. Okay. But that kind of died out. But um, the card game I play a lot, which is not anymore, but since I started the YouTube channel, because that's busy enough. <laughs> sure, yeah. But uh, so I started with that. wasn't I wasn't really into it that much. I was like, you know, I can't see myself doing this for a long period of time. Um, <clears throat> see yourself doing your tech YouTube channel, no, the Pokemon, the Pokemon one. Yeah, okay, so yeah, you gotta be passionate for what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. It won't be good with this. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to do a YouTube channel, um, and that's when I went. I was like, you know what? I'm always talking about Apple stuff, and I like. I'm always helping people with Apple stuff, and I love Apple stuff. So I just did Apple. So the channel that exists today, it was you used the same channel for the Pokemon one. Like you no. didn't create a second one. No, I created another. You one. created a second mm-hmm. one. Okay, I got it. I was curious if they might be old videos that are like archived, like unlisted or something to pull up. Yeah. Does the Pokemon one still exist or did you delete it? I think it still exists. Uh, T, what is it? You're going to have to send me I can't video. even remember. Yeah, I, have to I think you're going to surface one of those. Probably videos. better. Probably better let that one go, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. You're going to be professional. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because uh, on a live stream that you did a couple weeks ago, you were talking about the future of how to Apple yeah. and then you were talking, you were. Uh, not relating yourself, but you were um, indicating how you're not going to maybe go the route of like an MKBHD. You know, your um, style is going to be different. I do. I like this stuff. He's got podcasts now too that I listen yeah. to. Oh, he did just like, start that. He yeah. big names on that. Have yeah. you seen that? Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Have, but, have you seen like his original videos? Yeah. Like when he was like 13? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because like when you think of it, that's such a funny, um, like, you know, success story, right? So he's, I think, like, a little over 10 million followers now, I think is what it is. Or maybe just under, under, just a little under 10. Him and um, Linus Tech are racing. To, him and to who? Linus Tech. Oh, uh, I don't know that one. Yeah, I don't know. He's a big, big, him and... Linus Tech, I think, is more of a Windows kind of guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he does. I think he's much... You, you, you probably like him, I guess, based on the Windows. Well, Marcus uh, does, I mean, he does both sides. He does any tech that comes out. Yeah. Videos. But um, but if you if you saw on YouTube like from oldest to newest and you see like his first couple ones it was like I'm like oh my god like he was like a 13 year old just like yeah. in front of his laptop literally just laptop like nothing else just in a laptop and it was a lot of like like uh, like uh, I think like app reviews on the laptop or like game reviews or something like that mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny just how quickly it evolved into the talking head thing in front of a camera I mean. Like, it wasn't, I think it was only, like, when he was, like, 16, maybe, like, just graduating high school, where it was only a couple of years into it, and he evolved into a film review. And I'm thinking, like, a film review was, like, that was, like, eight years ago. And you think of, like, how early, I guess my point was how early that was for him to, like, adopt things like tech reviews, you know? Yeah. And now it's, it's, it's paid off because, yeah. I mean, he's one of the biggest tech reviewers, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but you were talking about, but back to that, you were talking about kind of the future. So just make a progression, I guess, a little bit of like when you, so how long ago was it when you said, I'm going to do this tech YouTube channel thing? Uh, I've been on YouTube for about a year and a about close to a year and a half now. About a year and a half now. Okay. So you have like 3,600 subscribers, I think is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So it just, which is a pretty good That's feat. respectable. You know, especially for YouTube, you know, so like. Instagram, there's like ways that people can get their follower counts up, mm-hmm. you know. When you think of an authentic way, 
it's very yeah. difficult still, but, you know, but it's theoretically, it's not that hard to just spend a couple hundred bucks and just get 10,000 followers in your account, which is like completely oh, stupid. Yeah. I'm just saying it's just from the, the number that someone sees there, it's easier on a Facebook or an Instagram where YouTube, you, the only way to do that is by getting someone to log into an account, click yeah. subscribe, you yeah. know, and for someone to subscribe nowadays to YouTube, it's, a, it's, you know, it's a big deal. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, thirty six hundred, you know, to, I think that's the perfect way to put it. It's, it's very respectable, you know, especially in a year. Um, you know, there's a lot of work that you know. I've, I actually remember. I matter of fact, I think I started following you when you were just hitting over a thousand subscribers. I think is what it was. Really? So I, which was around February time, around the February. So if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you know what? That is right. Yeah, so it was about a thousand subscribers. I remember. It is growing kind of fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so what do you cover in your channel? Uh, how to do anything Apple. <laughs> so like the iPhones. I've really done a lot of iPhone stuff. Um, I'm just now getting into iPad videos and watches and stuff like that just because I got my camera now. Um, so I do, I'm just doing all of that. So pretty but much. It's like, you don't break them down hardware wise or anything like no, that, right? It's, it's like, uh, what'd you say, how to get ringtones on, on your phone? It's more of like uh, user interface stuff. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I, I would say it's like user interface kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Like how to enable this thing in your settings, or how to you know do this, and yeah. but a lot of them are like um, interesting workarounds. You know, like that ringtone thing. I was talking, so I've saved these ringtones on my phone for like years. So I one of my first iPhones I had, I had it jailbreaked, mm -hmm. and, and so that was kind of easy to drop stuff on it. Android is very easy to drop ringtones mm -hmm. on, um, but then I don't know like. Back in like probably like 2013 with whatever iPhone I got, I was kind of like, I'm tired of jailbreaking this thing. It just stuff is just like always not working yeah. right. Um, but then it was like near impossible to get a ringtone on your phone. Actually, I think you could. Matter of fact, I had an, it was an app on Mac that you could. It was like a ringtone maker on your Mac, but then you had to transfer it to iTunes, yeah, sync so it up to your phone. Gosh. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't straightforward. It was it was a drudgery. Um, but I saved all these ringtones, and I'm like, I'll just save my Dropbox folder there. They're not taking up room, and uh, and then I saw the video. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's, that makes so much sense. It was super easy. It is still a workaround, but it's kind of easy. You do it from your phone. You don't really have to like. It's like basically two apps. Yeah, it's yeah, just two it's apps that you need. Very, I, I like that. I was like messing around. Um, I was like, I wonder if this will work with GarageBand and. Oh. I was like, I'm making a video tonight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what's kind of fun about that? Um, you know, like the getting excited about something and, um, you know, and that video resonates with people. Mm -hmm. The same thing happened to me, actually. Um, so I only have like 53 subscribers on YouTube right now. And mm -hmm. I haven't posted in about two months from now, uh, two months. And um, it's, it's not a focus for me to grow that. You know, mm. it, it's not a focus for me to get thousands of subscribers. But about two months ago, I had about 15 subscribers. And I noticed there's one video that's outperforming by far any other video that has, like, maybe 20 or 30 views to it. There's one video right now that has, like, 9,000 views to it. Really? Mm. And it's the one that you chimed in on by accident. Um, it's how to upload a video to Instagram in widescreen on to IGTV. So if you yeah. upload IGTV right now on some people's phones, even if it's in a widescreen format, it automatically crops it in vertical. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. In May, Instagram came out with an update saying you can now natively post it in widescreen, but it still wasn't working. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I, I figured it out. It is a long story short. You just do it online. Um, you actually upload it online, and I'm like, I'm like, this is. I'm like, no one is. No one is showing how to do this right now. Yeah. Because this was like in June. This was mid June. I'm like, no one. There's no answer to this. Mm. So I'm like, I'm just gonna bang this out really quick. You yeah. know. And then you chimed in how much you hate Instagram. And uh, and so that one continues to blow up because still right now, no one is talking about the 2019 way to do it. Yeah. They're talking about the 2018 way where you flip the video and you basically force it into a widescreen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so it was sort of like the, the same, it was just like the same mentality where it was like, I got really excited about this and I, I didn't feel like scripting it. It was just like, this is how it gets done, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, um, what's your most popular video? Uh, the, <laughs> funny, the most popular video is, there's about three of them. There's how to change, and they're all related to the same thing. <laughs> how to change your IP address on your Mac, hmm. how to change your IP address on your computer, or on your iPhone, and how to fix a banned Instagram account. Uh, <laughs> people are getting banned from a lot of apps like Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, and they're trying to change their IP address. Oh, so the IP to... is the IP is to unban your Instagram account is what you're saying? Yeah, like a VPN using a VPN. Oh. Or they get banned from games and they want to. Because they're probably games. seeing the Instagram account logged in on the same location, mm-hmm. you know, the same IP location. So yeah. if you bounce to another location, then it. Instagram thinks you're in a new area or something. Which they've gotten smarter than that now. It's it's on the device. Like they can read what device you're on. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's those are my most popular videos. I guess people are getting banned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> What's a video that you produced that you thought was going to do well but didn't do well? Uh, well, that's it's funny. I produced one a while ago called "How to or Things to Look Out for When You're Buying a Used iPhone." How to not get scammed. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of people that buy iPhone as iCloud locked or you know, yeah, blocked sure. to a carrier or something like that. Sure. And I thought that was going to do really well, and it never really picked up. But it's weird because within the last two weeks, it picked up out of oh. nowhere. So and now everyone getting a comment. How long ago did you pick? How long did you post that? That was probably in maybe September of last year. You know, I bet you it's it's more popular now because the new iPhone's out, and more, and more people have traded in their past iPhone. That's yeah. yeah, that's good. And so it's the yeah. timing. And so perhaps last September your channel wasn't as big and didn't have as much popularity. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just yeah. a guess. I mean, it's that, just that, a guess, that, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um, that actually happened to a friend of mine that I worked with at my last employer at the newspaper. Uh, she had bought um, a phone on T-Mobile. She had an Android. She goes back from Android to Apple constantly back and forth. How do you do that? And, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> she gets frustrated with one thing. I, I, Long story. Long story. <laughs> so, she went and she went to switch to iPhone, and then she almost like immediately hated it and went back to her Android. So she canceled her upgrade. Mm-hmm. Well, she got a call from someone on Craigslist saying, "Hey, I have your iPhone, but it needs you to unlock your iCloud." Yeah. Long story short, what the T-Mobile store there did turned her phone scammy. But then they, someone stole it out of their return bin and then sold it on Craigslist. But she had never oh. she had never signed out of her iCloud. Yeah. So it was locked. So just by happenstance and dumb luck, they got caught, yeah. basically, yeah. stealing their phones. That's interesting. 
It was very interesting. <laughs> she actually never reported it, so it never, I'm like, they're going to continue to, but, you know, it's not her yeah, problem. Yeah. But, but th that's, that sort of happened there. And, and usually you think of it someone, a personal person being scammy. In this case, it was a cell phone store. Mm -hmm. Someone there making a few making bucks, whether it was a manager or employee, whatever it was. But yeah. uh, So it was kind of interesting. No, no offense, T-Mobile. <laughs> now, there's, the worst there's another tech company in, in town called BearTech Solutions. Yeah. And okay. they're really, really good at the hardware stuff, replacing screens. I took an old Huawei phone to them that had gotten wet during Florence, mm -hmm. and it had stopped accepting a charge. And I said, is this even fixable? He says, 40 bucks, they ordered some new little component, split it open, and fixed it, just like that. I was, I was amazed, because I didn't think there was anything serviceable inside a phone. Yeah. Hey, so, you, you, yeah. Matter, matter of fact, you, you should go over and talk to them too. Uh, they're actually they're actually in the same building <laughs> as the Tendo. Is right next to Charles. Make how to half of studios around here somewhere. For sure, man. That's <laughs> it. Right now, I'm just doing everything in my house. So. Yeah, 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 I know. I, I, I did. It looked kind of like a you know, like a home office kind of yeah. setting, which is how you know that's how most YouTubers kind of are oh, yeah. now. I mean, yeah, he should get a Charles uh, live stream show that he does because they, yeah. they they could, they could really geek out. I mean, he'll, he'll get you. Um, he runs the Newburn Live page. Uh, okay. It's a popular, uh, but they, he, he has a show like almost every day. It's not just a weekly For hours. Well. I don't know how he yeah, does for it. For hours, yeah. T t today is his, they, they well, call it a four-ish four hour show. Really? Well, I don't, know, I don't know if he's ever told you about my live streams. I can go, as long as live streams are done, I five hours. <laughs> oh I just, it's literally just me talking to people. In the oh, world. my God. And we wow. Go Got to do it for the ads. <laughs> just I don't know. It, it's weird because uh, I start my live stream at 9 on Saturday nights. And um, when, by the time I'm getting somewhat tired around like 10, 30, maybe 11, India starts waking up and then they start joining ah, and they're reviving it. And this is kind of, and then. Is that your daughter? No, India. No, India, the country. Oh, okay. Yeah, just time waking up. Ah. And they start getting onto the live stream. Really? And then it, that revives conversations. And next thing you know, it's just. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, okay, guys, I got to go. It's like Wall Street, money never sleeps. You know, yeah. Trading on the clock. That's crazy. Um, hey, actually, I want to talk to you about something. Um, uh, so I heard you uh, talking about VidSummit. Did you go to VidSummit or did you do the online? I did the live streams. The live, I, I did the live streams also. Mm -hmm. I happened to, I, I saw it and I, I didn't know you even had a live stream option. Um, I actually won a live stream from SwitchPod. Do, do you know the SwitchPod oh, okay. company? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I bought a SwitchPod during their Kickstarter thing. Mm -hmm. It just came in, I think, like maybe a week and a half ago, actually. Uh, I really like it, by the way. What is a SwitchPod? Um, it's, so the camera, the, the Canon camera, that's the yeah. little tripod, that thin metal tripod. Right. I, I'll, I'll fold it up after, but it's, it so basically it's like, goes from quick tripod mode to quick fold up so you can hold it. Oh, I see. The, the Joby Gorilla Pod that this is on right now, yeah. um, it, it is like, it's the worst. It, it's it's the worst. I've got, got one like that too, about 12 years old. Yeah, actually, on a live stream before, a couple times my camera was on that and then it fell over. Yeah. And that's right now when the, when the Switch Pod Kickstarter's on, I'm like, like, done. Yeah. Done. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even think about it. It was just, I was so frustrated with Joby. I actually feel a little bad for Joe because they make a lot of good products and it's like there's so many people hating on them right now because it's like I've seen so many videos where someone gets their switch bought in and yeah. they throw their Joby in the yeah. trash. <laughs> That's funny. It's so wrong. But anyway, um, yeah, so SwitchPod and, and product or something like that. I think the people that made it uh, physically made it 
um, they ran a joint contest uh, for VidSummit ticket giveaways. Oh, okay. So they gave away two physical tickets and then two live stream tickets. Oh, you and so, so I just happened to win the I just happened to win the live stream ticket, and I was like, oh, that's cool because I couldn't make it to the actual. Yeah, you know, I wasn't able to go. Yeah, it, the the contest ended like three days before. It's like, oh, I'm gonna like hike a plane to Las Vegas. It's like to be the highest rate possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I did the live stream. I haven't watched all of them. I couldn't watch it during the live, but I I I started to watch some of the replays. So. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how much of it you watched, but like, what was your favorite part of the vids? Because you talked about how you said you were inspired to to change the channel or make the... I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't a clue. So maybe for the audience, you can explain what you're talking about. Valid point. So Vid Summit is one of the largest uh, video conferences of the year. So like every industry has its own conference. And so for video creators, there's a bunch of there's like VidCon and there's also Vid Summit. So Vid Summit is held once a year around this time, the October timeframe in Las Vegas. It's a two day event. And they have some of the biggest speakers there, like Gary Vaynerchuk was there, I think, last year. I, th- I don't, he wasn't there this year. Um, isn't, isn't VidCon the one where all the um, the Instagrammers show up, all the influencers? VidCon and you for Vid Summit. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's different ones. Yeah, yeah. They're, like they're both the similar. Thing. They're both similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like this year's key. Actually, there was two keynote speakers this year um, that at least one of them from North Carolina people be familiar with. So Casey Neistat from New York, mm-hmm. um, although he lives in. El- uh, San Francisco now or LA? He lives in California now. Um, so he was there, but also Mr. Beast was there. Do, do you know who Mr. I don't Beast know him. is? Mr. Beast is actually from Greenville, North yeah, Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, so he just now hit 25 million subscribers, I think. Yeah. And he's so a, just was at 20 million, like only like two months ago, and now he's at 25 million. Is he a million. YouTuber or an Instagram? He's a YouTuber, yeah. YouTuber, okay. Well, he's on Instagram as well, but really his, his, his biggest fame. influence yeah, is YouTube, right. yeah. So he's done like these, like, they're just. Bizarre, bizarre is like probably beast yeah, like beast bizarre. Drive through a thousand times. A thousand like, times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or like I think he read like the entire dictionary live. He's, you know, during uh, when Miss when I heard about him, when uh, PewDiePie and T Series was going at it on YouTube, he did a video like saying PewDiePie's name. Like hundred thousand times. Uh, yeah, something like that. In a row. Just it just blew up. And he counted to a hundred thousand, like one, two, three, four, like it just. <laughs> bizarre, just bizarre. Wow, that is yeah. just bizarre. But now, but what's really so? I have so much respect for him because what's so interesting about now? I've never met him, but every single person um, I've seen interview him has genuinely talked about how like a nice of guys. I'd love to just meet him one day, yeah. like in Greenfield. Um, but um, what's interesting about him now is camera went out. By the way, which camera what went out? iPhone. Oh, oh, that's okay. That's mine. Just leave it on. Uh, what's interesting about him, though, is um, so what he gets most of his money from is selling merchandise like T-shirts and hats and all that kind of stuff. And he sells a lot of it because um, he's constantly... Okay, so he just did this thing where he basically bought every car at a Greenville like used car dealership. So he bought like 12 cars and he just gave them all the way for free. Like, people would go to that dealership. like He re- renamed it like Mr. Beast dealership. And then people would come in that day looking for a car... And then he'd be like, he, he'd offer it for like $4. And then he'd be like, are you serious? And then, and then he'd be like, okay, you're driving me a hard bargain. How about I'll give you for zero? And he's like, they're like, what? Like, okay, zero and I give you 500 <laughs> You know, just like, so he gave it all the cars for free. He gave everyone money, you know? <laughs> now he's, have you seen his uh, 20 million tree project? Mm-mm. Oh, so, yes, yes. So yes. he just started this. Yeah, so um, 
when he hit 20 million subscribers, um, all of his fans were like, oh, you should do something for your 20 million subscribers. And so he started this thing called uh, Plant 20 Million Trees. And so uh, the largest YouTubers in the world are all getting behind this to basically, for every dollar you donate to it, one tree will get planted from who the Arbor Foundation. Who does the planting? Uh, the Arbor Foundation. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but he actually physically planted uh, something like 1,400 trees wow. between him and like a whole bunch of people that got together in Oregon. Mm-hmm. He got a whole bunch of like of his fans together in Oregon area, and they just went one day and planted like 1,400 trees. I tell you, so, so much is going on in the background. You, you just yeah. impossible to keep track of things. Well, what I really like about this kind of stuff is people crap on our generation so much. Right? Like, we joke about the generational things between ages and stuff, but, I mean, like, you and I are mature enough to, like, just have fun banter about it. Uh-huh. But a lot of people really just, like, the millennial generation has screwed up the entire world and earth, and it's like, uh, you broke it, we're trying to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my view. You know, but you have folks like him and a bunch of these other YouTubers who are of that 30-year-old mm-hmm. kind of range that are, like, we could plant 20 million trees now. To some yeah. people, like, oh, that's not going to make a difference. To some people, it is going to make a difference, yeah. you know. But it's just, either way, it's a big feat to do to get a lot of people around. So, a lot of respect there. But anyways, uh, so he was one of the uh, speakers at Vid Summit. Um, he was a keynote speaker in Casey Nice that was. So, mm-hmm. um, so what was your biggest takeaway so far from watching Vid Summit? Um, I really liked the data part and that's one of the things Mr. Beast hit on and Daryl Eves okay. hit on as well um, about learning how to read your analytics YouTube analytics because really you people talk about the algorithm and that's really what especially new YouTubers is all about the algorithm yeah. you know, trying to whatever it's they, they, yeah and they <laughs> we blame the algorithm for our videos as being garbage yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but um learning how to read that data and learning where people fall off in your video, you know, trying to get that, because you want to work the platform because it is an algorithm. So you felt that was, that was helpful then? That was very helpful. Yeah. Dale Eves got into, he got into metrics that I never even heard of. Really? Like, I didn't know where you could do that. Wow. So this new YouTube studio beta is actually really nice. Hmm. Very so nice. What, so what are your plans to, um, when are you going to move into TikTok? See, and, and, it's a facetious I, question. Well, I see Gary V talking about it a lot, mm-hmm. and I would like to get on it. And I've already created an account, but I'm trying to figure out how to fit that into my brand. Yeah, it's not like I'm just going to get some random video. And D- did you mention that because I talked about TikTok recently? No, I've been using it for like six months, and it's just, yeah. just yeah, it's just entertaining. I didn't know you were on that. Yeah. I, I, I don't have an account. I just oh, I just, you just, yeah, you know that's the cool thing about it. you don't even need an account to, to explore this stuff. Mm-hmm. I created an account. Um, like two weeks ago when I was in my hotel room traveling to Rhode Island. Here's the craziest thing about that. I was like, you know what? I'll just, I just kind of want to explore, just like you did. I just kind of want to see like what this thing was all about, what Gary keeps talking about. I just wanted to see what it was about. And um, I created this, this is the, I, to this day, I, I do not understand this. <laughs> I created a quick video saying like, hey, this is Brad. I just started TikTok. I don't know what I'm going to do here, right? couple hundred views, which is all it's kind of crazy with zero yeah, following, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like 300 views yeah. out of that. The next day, I go down to the hotel caf- cafeteria area, and I wanted to make a mochaccino, which is, if you don't know what that is, it's basically hot chocolate and coffee. Mm-hmm. So they had Swiss Miss packets, and they had coffee 24-7. So I was like, I'm just going to create a quick video. Because one of the cool things with TikTok is their in-app 
video editor, you can clip things together. Mm -hmm. So like Instagram stories is just one take. TikTok, you can take shot and shot is, and shot and and clip them together. Is that what gives them the, that kind of unique look where they kind of, they're a little rough or? Yes. Mm, that's the video. It's part of it. Okay. So I was interested in discovering how people are editing using TikTok just mm -hmm. to be able to talk about it. So I made this thing where I was make, I just made, all I did was just made the mochaccino. I took the cup, put the packet in, put the creamer in, like, and you just see like the steps and pouring the coffee and I have this like funny Asian song behind it. Hmm. Right now, if you look at, and this has only been two weeks, right now, if you look at it, it's been seen over 300,000 times. Wow. Really? It blows my mind. Wow. There's a lot of how-to stuff on, on TikTok, too, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. That, and, that, and I need to grasp that because IGTV was the same thing. I was trying to get on that. And I made a few videos, just like quick little tutorials on doing stuff with your iPhone. And uh, I think I'm going to really get back into that. But I would like to get on TikTok. And I hear it's just... Now, I made a couple other videos similar to that and they haven't resonated the same mm -hmm. so i don't know i, I can't three, explain to you three, why three, I, have a thousand, I have a thousand and i have i right now i think i have like 180 followers on tiktok <laughs> wow. i have a friend that uh he does a podcast show and i went on his podcast and he talks about like personal life kind of stuff um and he started tiktok and he sent me a message that hey i'm like some people are messaging me saying i'm on their recommended for you tag yes yes for your page. that's probably correct. what's what's happening that's maybe. correct I, yeah. I, i've had people tag me on twitter and they're like like with a screenshot saying like oh like when you know your friend brad is recommended for you mm. you know on tiktok yeah that's pretty cool. it, 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 i i i'm telling you i cannot figure out like other than the fact that like when you when you look at a lot of tiktok stuff a lot of it is very random just kind of like yeah why is that like but it's like very funny I actually really like consuming the TikTok content. I, I do too. It's, it's time it's, a lot, it's it's very much like Vine. It's yes. very much like Vine. It's I, very I comedic. It's people, isn't it? A lot of uh, no. Uh, it was by Musically or something like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Vine was Vine got taken over by Twitter and then and then died like a the church. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, so yeah. So what's the what's gonna be the future of you talked a little bit about. Yeah. on your live stream but like what are you really trying to do you're trying to get out of the iPhone or more out of the iPhone market only yeah I'm going to I'm going to really try to produce a lot more for uh, all the Apple devices really and just how to use them but eventually I want to create um, not necessarily courses but playlists maybe courses on how to use let's say like for a college student, the things you need to do with your with your devices, how to be more effective with it, how to budget, mm. how to manage your life more with your Apple products, mm. how to get into fitness. You know, it's going to branch out, mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. way in the future, you know. Some, like, unique kind of content, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was, I got to ask you, where's the dropping of E come from? The dropping uh, of the what? So, on his, it's spelled no, APPL no without okay. the E. So, right. it's without the E. Um... Well, actually, when I was coming up with the name, I go through and I get, <laughs> unlike Joe Biden's campaign, I go and look for the domain name. You guys heard about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I was thinking of a name, I was like, you know, how to Apple? That's not. That's actually it'll it'll flow. So when I went to go get the domain name, it, it was already taken, and I was like, okay, I can't do that. So I just tried it without the E and it was available. I went to Twitter, it was available, went everywhere else and it was available. 
So if you look at my YouTube channel, the very first video I posted was a, this is my YouTube channel. And when I said it, I was like, welcome to How to Apple. And I thought about it for me. I was like, without the E. And it just stayed. Got it. Then. Got um, it. But that's where the without the E came from. And Got the it. domain name was taken. Okay. So it was domain and sort of like branding mm -hmm. to keep everything synonymous and yeah. stuff. Got it. Okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, and that's, uh, I, I'm still just blown away by the fact that I forget exactly how you contacted me originally, but we found each other on Instagram. I, I think I saw an ad. I don't know if I saw an ad. Do you run Instagram? You ad? saw an ad of mine is what you're saying? I, might, I may have. Perhaps. Um, and I think I saw something about Bear City or New Bern. I was like, oh, I'm in New Bern. I think okay. I might have reached out to you. I can't, I can't remember, to be honest. I'm it might have been, yeah. been that, yeah. It might have been that. So it's funny. People, Facebook ads still do work. <laughs> yes, you do that, right, I guess. Instagram ads, it, I mean, I, I have little clips of square videos. See what I do? I have a little process. I make a YouTube video on a tutorial. Then I will do that same tutorial and just screen record my screen and make a square video for it. And I post that to Instagram yep. a little bit after I post my YouTube video. Sure. And I run ads, Facebook ads, on that, that little tutorial on Instagram. And yep. it pulls a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's funny. So you you pay for yeah you sponsor you sponsor on Instagram then sometimes I ha I'm not right now but I do because I've never done that I've done it on Facebook but not on, not on Instagram yeah. you might have done it on Instagram <laughs> sometimes it'll do it automatically well if you're giving if you're doing any giveaways that is definitely the way to go well, 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 have you done it mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've done the my 50 subscriber giveaway I didn't get into ads until like my 1,000 subscriber giveaway and that it perpetuated my channel a lot and people find me. They come for the giveaway, but then they get my content. They're like, oh, I like this, and they stay. Let me ask so. a question, Dave. If he gave you a brand-new iPhone 11S Pro right now as a giveaway to you personally, what would you do with it? I'd try it. I've never tried an Apple thing, but... Oh, okay. No. Right. And the funny thing right. is, I actually used to hate Apple. That's really actually. My friend, she came down from Pennsylvania, and she had a, a Mac. It was on one of the old white MacBooks. So what made you become a Jedi? What do you say? What made you come to the light side? Well, she, <laughs> in his I was always cracking on her stuff. I'm like, you can't do nothing. You can't play games. Whatever, whatever. Well, my, I would play with it every now and then. Every time I touch it, it would, you know, do something weird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. And uh, the more I started playing with it, I was like, well, this is actually really, it makes sense the way this system is built as opposed to Windows. So I stepped on, I accidentally stepped on my Toshiba Mac, on my Toshiba computer. Oh. I was like, you know what? Which I had got an iPod. I had a Blackberry. Got rid of that. Got an iPhone. Loved the iPhone. I was like, you know what? If, what if they can do this with a phone, what can they do with a computer? And that's just when I jump ship. Interesting. Ever since then. See, I, I have philosophical issues with Apple. I mean, because <laughs> they don't put stuff on the devices until they decide you're ready for it. You know, they're yeah, really late to the. Well, to the they, they don't like to put stuff on the devices when it actually works. Like a headphone jack. Yeah, <laughs> I call it the current. Who needs a headphone? Okay, who needs a CD? Who needs a CD drive right now? That's that's the equivalent. Now, one, one you bring thing, up the headphone jack constantly. <laughs> it's been gone for years. No one cares about it. We uh, we have boxing gloves in the cabinet over there when we want to duke it out about this uh -huh. stuff. But one thing where Apple had a major failing though was I think in China. Did you hear about that? They uh, they took an app out of the iTunes Store because they were told by the Chinese government that the protesters over there were in Hong Kong uh -huh. were using this app to locate police and Apple. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so they, so they could avoid the police, right? So it was really helping the protesters in Hong Kong. And Apple says, okay, yeah, we'll take it down. And they didn't stick to their moral high ground in that, in that opinion and hmm. in, in, hmm. in everything. So they were kind of a, a little bit of a failing there. 
That's so, a, that's the general perception of it. Interesting thing about me and my Apple fanboyness is, I didn't hate Apple before, but I wasn't like completely on board. So I had my first experience. Actually, what I wanted to ask you was uh, before I get into that, what was your very first device you bought that was an Apple product? The iPod Touch, fourth generation. Yes, I think the iPod back in the day, back in its heyday, was such a gateway for for Apple because that was my the very first. Uh, Apple product I ever bought was an iPod Nano. It was like mm. this third generation iPod Nano. And I had several different iPods, like the iPod Nano, the iPod Video, the iPod Touch, and all that kind of stuff. And I used to hate all the other Apple products. Mm. So back in the day, I was working at Best Buy, and it was very divided there. And when Apple would come out with a new MacBook, I'm like, oh, this stuff is so expensive. It's ridiculous. It's for like the super elitist people. And then the iPhone came out, and I was working at Best Buy Mobile at the time, and it was only an AT&T, and I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. I'm like, AT&T sucks, and I'm like, it's like, it's like, there was like so many yeah. things I would hate. You know, it was like, I don't think remember back in the day, the original iPhone didn't have portrait texting, a portrait keyboard. It only had the wide. You could only have the keyboard oh, and widescreen. I didn't know that. The very OG iPhone, when you were texting, it was the keyboard would only come up if you had it horizontal. Oh, it would not. It was only until the second generation came out. So I always hated on that kind of stuff. I hated on it mostly because I didn't have AT&T and I wanted the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And so finally when it came to Verizon, I was like, okay, now I'll, I'll, get, a, I'll get an iPhone now. And uh, so then I got an iPhone and then I got you know, my Mac. And then from there I kept, and then I had, already had an iPad at that point, the second generation. And so at that point I kept getting further and further into e the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And in, into the eliteness. That's where that that is to be the make or break for Apple is their ecosystem. Now, if a company can come up with an ecosystem as strong as Apple's, then I think there'll be good competition there. But mm -hmm. you won't see me moving just because I found it. That's why the, the Android and Windows ecosystem is very fragmented and flawed yeah, because it's multiple yeah. companies. Yeah. That are, yeah. So that's that's the best thing about Apple in my opinion. Well, a lot of it too is, uh, you know, I don't know how it works with Android now, but you know, when you're trying to get stuff from, like a big question I would get from like customers, you know, with maintaining a website is, mm -hmm. okay, like everybody takes a picture on their phone. So that's how they want to get the picture on their new website. Mm -hmm. You know, like when they update it, you know, they're not taking it from a camera and download it, they're taking it from their phone. Yeah. So it's like, how do I get the picture on my phone? And I'll just literally, it's like, unless you have an iPhone and a Mac to airdrop, I can't help you. <laughs> like airdropping is the easiest thing. I can't explain to you how to get it from your air, your Android to your computer. Maybe there's an easy way. I don't know. I'm just not the guy to show you how to do that because there I is. can't figure it out. There is. There's an easy way. Is it as easy as airdrop? First of all, I've never used airdrop. Airdrop is literally yeah, share share my name. Easy airdrop, but guaranteed. But I mean, I would use like I, I me personally, I'd probably like suggest maybe Google Drive or something like that and just download it off of offline. But then if but then if my client who's 55 and isn't a very tech savvy person yeah. doesn't really have Google Drive and it's going to be conf hell is confused and that's that's another good thing about Apple is yeah they're very stale if, you can't, if you're coming from Android or something you don't have as much customization but everything across the board if you know how to use an iPhone you can use an iPad you can pretty much kind of get on a Mac and use it very consistent. So how would you do it from an Android to a computer then? Just use Google Photos. You take it Google Photos and it syncs it to every single platform that you uh, and it shows up. It's there. 
So do you have to have a Google Photos app on your computer? You got to use the Google Photos app, and there's one for Apple as well. Yeah, but, but I remember you had a problem with Google Photos trying yeah. to get it on Instagram. You were trying to get a photo on Instagram that was in your Google Photos, and it was like that was like yeah, right to Congress for it. But that, that, that was that was difficult. That, that was that difficult. Was. I don't know if that, I haven't tried since, but um, I don't hold back punches. But now 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 <laughs> nowadays though, I've got the Nikon app, and I use my DSLR, and I take pictures, it syncs them right to the phone, and I can suck them right into it. Uh, Right into Instagram, so it works. Hey, um, we got to watch the time here. I got, I got to roll here. In a you got to roll. Okay. Five minutes. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Well, then I guess that's the uh, <laughs> the, 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 the red light hook there. Yeah. Um, I was kind of wrapping up, anyways. Okay. I was just kind of interested in what his uh, quick flash question. Then, so if you did have to delete all of the apps in your phone, including built-in Apple ones, what three apps would you keep? Uh, I, I mean that that uh, of course I message. I mean, I'm, it depends on you talking about living life or for okay. YouTube. Okay. All right. Let Let's say you keep all the native apps that are built into Apple. You keep all the native apps, but you like things uh, you downloaded. You can only keep three downloaded apps. Oh, three downloaded apps. Naps. Naps. I mean, gotta have maps. That's that's a, that's a native app, right? Well, yeah, there's, 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 maps, there's a native maps app from Apple, and then there's a Google. Yeah, maps. I really I only. I really only the only downloaded apps I use Hootsuite, uh, YouTube, and Instagram. Huh. Other than that, I use, use everything that yeah, comes with calendars. It. I use my, my reminders and notes. Everything that's uh, already you're on. You're not a Safari user, are you? I do use Safari. You're not a Chrome user. When I'm doing YouTube business, yes, I do use Chrome. Oh but man, I, have, I don't else, use, I use Safari, Safari like at all. Yeah, like I will say that that's the one thing I'm not like an Apple fanboy. Safari's so slow. It's yeah, well, do you use it, do you use it on your computer also, your desktop? Yeah. It's so slow. Uh, when I when I converted over to Chrome, it was like, wow, these pages actually load up a lot faster. Mm. I hated on Chrome for a while because I was using Safari. Well, the reason I hated on Chrome was because I liked that Safari synced the bookmarks between my yes. phone, and then I found out Chrome basically does that also. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like just f- forget this. I also like a lot of Chrome extensions. I do a lot yeah. with Chrome extensions. And so I probably couldn't live without I probably use Chrome extensions more than I use apps on my phone. So I probably couldn't live without Chrome extensions. So that's part of part of the reason why I use that. But Yeah. I'm um, very minimalistic, so Hey, so uh, so that basically wraps it up, I guess, here for the episode sixteen. So thank you for tuning in. And uh, thank you, Jaden, again for uh, for stopping by. Thanks for uh, definitely this won't be the last time that I think, you know, you and I get together. Um, I think you know this will be a, a kind of a great like mini team we can kind of work on but um next week i think i have uh um i'll post it up in the description <laughs> uh, it's called wanted main beard oil uh so uh he has he makes beard oil and he's also here in newburn beard so oil yeah i believe it's beard oil beard care products which is funny because I have a this big, is a new niche. To which new is niche. kind of funny because I have a problem saying the word beer. Beard or beer? B e a r like Bear City Impact. I say beer oh, city bear. impact. Okay, I'm confused. But he was talking about beard oil. Beard, beard with a D. Just, just those letter combinations. I have a difficult time uh, saying. That's why I said beard oil. I had to really enunciate it. We talked about this a couple weeks ago on a podcast. Um, but anyway, so he's coming on, and um, I actually have shows lined up through the end of the year. And I'm taking guests on uh, for like the third week of January right now. So if you're interested, just hit me up. Um, but yeah, so we're going to continue this for the whole end of the year. Originally, I wasn't going to, but then uh, Dave had some interest in kind of 
you know, we, we both really enjoy doing this and having people come here. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I've lined up some awesome, awesome guests uh, for the next uh, several weeks. Um, but otherwise, uh, drop a comment with your favorite. Actually, drop a comment if you're an Android fan or an Apple fan. And if you're an Android fan, I guess we'll have to block you. But, um, but just, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Drop a comment if you're an Android fan or an Apple fan. So other than that, we're out. All right. I don't think it ended. Hold on. Oh, you gotta do this. You know.